For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. A federal judge has rejected former President Trump's attempt to block the release of documents to the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol insurrection. Federal District Judge Tanya Chutkin declined to issue a preliminary injunction. She said Congress has a strong public interest in obtaining records that could shed light on a violent insurrection mounted by the former president's supporters. Barring a court order, the National Archives plans to turn over Trump's records to the committee by Friday. Trump's lawyers swiftly appealed the ruling. The case is likely to eventually reach the U.S. Supreme Court. In her ruling, Chutkin noted that President Biden had the authority to release the documents. She rejected what she said was Trump's claim that executive privilege exists in perpetuity. Presidents are not kings, and the plaintiff is not president, Shudkin ruled. The committee has interviewed more than 150 witnesses and issued more than 30 subpoenas, including 10 more announced yesterday. Former Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany and former top advisor Stephen Miller are among those receiving the latest subpoenas. Democrat Zoe Lofgren serves on the select committee. She reminded MSNBC the committee needs to find out who funded and planned the attack and said more subpoenas are yet to come. We think that we'll learn things from these individuals. And what we've found is that, uh, you know, we're, as we get more information, it leads us to other information. Quite a few individuals have come forward voluntarily to provide information. Some people are asking for subpoenas, so there'll be more of those in, in days and weeks ahead. Prices for U.S. consumers jumped 6.2% in October compared with a year earlier. Prices surged for food, gas, and housing. Inflation is eroding the strong gains in wages and salaries that workers have received in recent months. World governments are poised to express alarm and concern about how much the earth has already heated up and to encourage one another to end their use of coal. That's according to a draft of the final document expected at the UN COP26 climate talks. The early version of the document also impresses on countries the need to cut carbon dioxide emissions by about half by 2030, even though pledges so far from governments don't add up to that goal. There are no explicit references to ending the use of oil and gas and no binding promises. Greenpeace calls the draft exceptionally weak. Christina Onestead reports that U.N. officials are also criticizing wealthy nations for failing to adequately address the climate crisis. United Nations Environment Program Director Inger Anderson presented the U.N. Emissions Gaps 2021 report. Frankly, it's the elephant giving birth to a mouse. It finds the G20 nations, the group of 20 industrialized wealthy countries, hold 78% of all emissions. And while the need is to reduce them by 55%, They've barely been reduced by eight. Another analysis by Climate Action Tracker finds the suggested emission reductions at the talks would increase the global temperature more than 1.5 degrees Celsius. Anderson says while there's a lot of talk about zero emissions, they're just that. The pledges are generally vague. They're generally untransparent. Some deal with uh, GHGs, some deal with CO2 only. They're hard to 
um, calculate and they are hard to hold to account. None of the main three UN goals for the two-week talks have been achieved so far. Cutting greenhouse gas emissions by half by 2030, securing $100 billion a year in aid from rich nations to poor ones, and having half of that money go for developing nations to adapt to global warming's worst harms. I'm Christina Onestead. The White House says about 900,000 kids aged 5 to 11 will have received their first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine in their first week of eligibility. Another 700,000 appointments are scheduled for the coming days. About 28 million 5 to 11-year-olds are now eligible for the kid-sized Pfizer vaccine. Separately, Pfizer is asking U.S. regulators to allow boosters of its vaccine for anyone 18 or older. Older Americans and other groups particularly vulnerable to the virus have had access to a third dose of the Pfizer vaccine since September. The World Health Organization has urged wealthy nations to hold off on boosters to their general populations, while poor nations remain without enough vaccines to offer even a first dose. The defense in the murder trial of Kyle Rittenhouse will continue its case today after prosecutors wrapped up yesterday. The then 17-year-old shot three people, killing two of them on a night of protest and property damage in Kenosha after a police officer shot Jacob Blake in the back seven times, permanently injuring him. His attorneys claim Rittenhouse acted in self-defense. Prosecutors say he was the aggressor. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.